Welcome to another episode of Marvel's Voices. I'm your host, Angelique Roche. For those tuning in for the first time, welcome. And for those who are back again, thank you so much for joining us. As you know, Marvel's Voices is the place to spotlight diverse storytellers from around the Marvel Universe. And today I am so geeked because we're going to be talking with one of my favorite people. She is just incredibly multi-talented actress, singer, comedian, improver Sandra Saad, who is the voice of Kamala Khan in Marvel's Avengers video game for PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Um, So, you know, wherever you play games. We are going to get into her love of Marvel, identifying with Kamala Khan and giving a voice literally to the less heard. Let's get to my chat with Sandra. What was your first introduction to the Marvel universe? It goes back so far, but I feel like the most memorable for me was watching the very first Spider-Man movie. I think I saw it in theaters with some friends from school, and it was also maybe my first time watching a movie in theaters without my parents. (laughs) And it was so, so special for me because all of that, you know, coming into my own as like a spunky young teen and like watching this Marvel movie um, with like, it also like kind of my first real introduction to a superhero. I was like, whoa, this is what that's about. And then immediately after leaving, I bought all these like Spider-Man t-shirts and started walking around school going with my hands. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of Spider-Man because it holds such a he holds such a big place in my like young teenage heart. But then like of course, after like all the other movies started coming out, like I started watching them all and kind of in the last 3 years I gave into it hard and started watching all the Marvel movies, of course, because I am now a part of the Marvel universe. So <laughs> Well, I think the cool thing is that you, like Kamala, are a high-energy, huge, incredible fangirl who loves Marvel. And so for you, what does it look like when it's like, oh, man, there's this great, like, job listing? Like, what what's the process to becoming Kamala? Like, how does this start? Girl, let me tell you, I didn't know who it was. I didn't know that it was a Marvel project. I didn't know that it was a video game. I knew nothing about it. I had a casting director who I'd auditioned for a couple of times before um, remember me and was like, oh, I think like from the script, Sandra fits this perfectly and it's so close to your personality. And she's 16 and I was like, I'm not 16. And he's like, no, it's perfect for you. It's perfect for you. Just go in and, and try it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love these words and I love whoever this is. Again, had no idea. I thought it was for like a web series because it was so low key. I was like, I don't care. I don't care who she is. I love her. And apparently like there were like a couple of like very big clues that it was like a Marvel thing and I completely missed it. I was like, no, 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 can't be, can't be. It must be only inspired by Marvel. It can't be actual Marvel. And then I booked it. Like I went in for like several auditions and then I went in for several callbacks and through that whole time had no idea who or what this was for. And then finally they told me when I was on set that I was playing Miss Marvel. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. 
hold hold on. This is for actual Marvel? Like, this isn't just inspired by? And they were like, no, no, no. You're on a huge mocap stage, and here's Iron Man, and here's Bruce Banner, and here's Widow. I was like, oh, oh, all right, all right. Uh, this is not a web series. <laughs> what was your first impression of of Kamala, like, when you actually knew? I knew that she was just as cool as I thought she was. I'd built up this, whoever this person was from reading the scripts, I was like, man, I, I just, I wonder who this is. And they gave her a code name so that I had no idea, like, I couldn't look her up. I was like, whoever this Caudi character is, like, I, I can't wait to meet the writers. And then... I found out that there was such a rich history behind her and I started reading all the comics and I was like, yeah, she's just as cool as I thought she was, except she also has superpowers. So for you, we obviously know that you are a huge fan of (laughs) Spider-Man and we obviously know you have a little bias towards Kamala. You know, are there any other Marvel characters or Marvel storylines that really stand out to you that you you have either grew up loving or you've kind of grown to love as you've gone through this process in playing Ms. Marvel? Okay, let's take a seat and get comfy because <laughs> um, I do go through like my phases. I Gosh, I love Kamala so, so, so much. But then I was like, I'm gonna watch all the Thor movies in a row just to refresh myself because I think he's super funny. So for a while, for like two years, I was like, Thor is my favorite because, you know, I come from a comedy background and I think he's, I personally think he's the funniest. Like you take a God and you drop him on earth and like it's that fish out of water thing. Like I always thought he was hilarious. And then now I feel like, my current favorite is Iron Man because he's got such a rough exterior, such a tough, like he's such a tough guy and he's also like brilliant, but he's got such a mushy heart. Like he's so sweet on the inside, kind of like Nolan North himself. I was about to say like, all I can see is Nolan North and Travis Willingham going toe to toe for Sandra's love. Like that's all I see now. Because, and, for the, and for those who don't know this amazing cast that's in Marvel's Avengers, uh, Nolan North plays Iron Man, Travis Willingham plays Thor, uh, which is very interesting because his wonderful wife, Laura Bailey, plays Black Widow. And it's really, it's really just such an amazing, amazing, amazing cast and such like a huge family. And they're all really incredible um, voice actor and voice performance veterans. Like, they really have been in so many different franchises across the board and are so very talented. But for you, uh, this is not your first game. This is not your first time at the rodeo. I'm, I'm curious, how did you get into acting? I've known since I was a kid that I wanted to be telling somebody's story. I've known since I was a kid that I wanted to be on TV. Like, I remember being two years old and watching, like, Full House because that's what I grew up with. And I remember being like, Mary Kane Ashley? I could do that. (laughs) But also, you know, I grew up not having anybody who looked like me to watch. And that was really hard because for a while there... I thought that my dreams weren't for me. 
because I didn't look like them. And now I'm just, I'm so honored to be playing a role that represents so many young women who who do look like me and who are also super, super, super cool. Like Kamala is so fierce and spunky and like I couldn't have asked for a better, better person to play. Um, but yeah, ever since I was a kid, I've known. So how did you get into video games? I think I started out kind of just wanting to be on TV because I didn't understand that I could be in video games. And then you think back and like, you know, I played like Sonic the Hedgehog when I was a kid. I played the Aladdin video game, like Mario and Luigi and whatever I could find on Sega Genesis. And I didn't understand, like I didn't know that I could be a voice actor on a video game. And now that, you know, now that things are like, you know, digitally, everything is moving so fast. Now I understand and now I know. And, and now it's, it is a huge passion of mine. But I didn't, I didn't get started that way. I started auditioning for TV and film. And I am a singer too. So I've been doing voice stuff like for bands, like whatever band wants to hire me to do some kooky soprano lead on, like I'll do. I have a couple of bands that I sing with. And uh, I think that's how I got started doing voice acting, was through singing. That's really dope. So young Sandra, how much in common does young Sandra have with Kamala? Where, where do these intersections lie? I'm Middle Eastern. So I understand kind of that. So I am a first generation American. So I do understand that disconnect, right? Like how Kamala grew up with parents who were, you know, very strict. I also grew up with parents who are very strict and also religious. And, you know, it, it gives you it kind of like sets your moral compass as a child. But then also like you want to be a cool American and like fit in with your cool American friends and do whatever it is they're doing. Like whether or not I fit into whatever my friends are doing, whether or not I actually like it, I wanted to do it because I wanted to fit in. And I think that that is so true of Kamala as well. Like she's got her own really cool, like quirkiness, like she's got her own really cool things that she's into, but she still just kind of like wants to just like fit in and be like a normal American. And I think that that's kind of how I was growing up too. And honestly, I didn't really completely grow out of that as current Sandra. Um, like I, like I like psychedelic folk music and like, you know, I have a couple of friends who really like it, but the rest of my friends don't get it. And like, there is that, okay, well maybe like, I'll just like pretend to like whatever they like too, just so that I could fit in. And I think that does come from being a first generation American. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. And that's, I mean, that now I have to ask, like, what was your family's reaction when you were cast in this role? I, I don't think my mom fully gets it still. <laughs> I think she's happy that I'm happy more than anything. She's like, okay, cool. You dig it. It's not like one of those offensive things that you audition for. And I'm like, no, this is, this is cool. This is like my dream. This is actually awesome. Like this character is actually cool. Um, and she's like, oh, okay, well, good. Good, sweetheart. I, I'm just glad that you're happy. There's this moment when you're an artist that you kind of question is like, can I really do this for a living? Is this the thing? I love this thing. Is this thing sustainable? And I'm always kind of curious, 
when and how did you get that job that made you think, okay, I can do this for a living. This is, this is, this is the path I'm going down. I think I was really struggling with that right up until I booked Kamala. I, I was just stuck in a rut of auditioning for role after role that just didn't make me feel right. Like I didn't want to show the world this was who I am, that I only auditioned for these roles because that's all that was written for people of my type, or at least that's, that's all I was seeing at the time. And now, like, thank goodness, we're kind of growing out of that. I was pretty up- upset with all of that until I found Kamala. Well, until Kamala found me. When I booked Kamala, I was very much like, okay, finally. Finally, I've been given the opportunity to do what I've always known was in my heart and that I've always known that I can do. And finally, I get to show people that people who look like me can be this awesome, fantastic, empowering person. How do you start in finding a character's voice? Because as you mentioned, you didn't really know very much about the character in the very beginning, but clearly you you worked to find a voice. You came in set to perform it in a very specific way. Like, what are the steps for you, whether it's for Kamala or for any other role you've played in finding a character's voice? I think you have to really look for, you have to kind of read between the lines and look for what the character's objective is and what the character wants most. And for me, that informed a lot about Kamala. Like I, like I said before, I didn't have to know that she was Miss Marvel to know who she was and that she was striving for something big. If you could sum up for folks what informed Kamala's voice for you or like Kamala in, in, in a moment, like how do you describe Kamala, particularly for Marvel's Avengers and this incredible journey she's going on with this this crew of disassembled Avengers um, at this moment that we we begin in the game. Uh, pressure. <laughs> I think Kamala's voice is one that was otherwise unheard, but she has undying hope and she is such a big fan that all of that can't keep her voice unheard. You know what I'm saying? Like that fire within her is so strong that her voice can't be unheard for too long. Her being such a fan that she is, is really kind of what pushes the story along and what brings the Avengers together to do what's important and to hear the unheard voices, and to save the world. <laughs> I know the other thing that I think is really interesting is that you are, you, you do perform comedy. You do, you have a, a comedic function within <laughs> a lot of your acting. How do you go about kind of, because I don't think Kamala as a character thinks she's being funny, <laughs> but clearly it's being played for comedic effect. Like, how do you go in in infusing that kind of character and bringing that personality to light? I think you have to look at the differences between each character and 
you know, like Kamala is very, very different from Iron Man, is very, very different from Hulk, is, you know? And so I feel like when you put all of these different characters together, the comedy just kind of comes. And I think just as well, all of the actors are so different in their own right. Like, I am so different from Nolan. So when you put us together, like, there's bound to be comedy somewhere. For folks who don't know the difference between voice acting and voice performance, can you kind of break it down a little bit for them in your words? Sure. I think if I understand correctly, like the difference between like an ADR session and going in for a mocap session is, you know, when you're going in for just a voice session, you're going into a voice booth and you have the lines in front of you and you have the director and you're kind of just acting in a booth where no one can see you. Whereas when you're doing voice performance and you're, you know, doing full mocap, so motion motion capture, you're in the full suit with the sensor dots all over and the sensor dots on your face and everything you do will be marked and will be traced and will be placed onto your playable character. So, um, like for instance, our amazing director, Sean, pointed out that I have a tick. Like I, I tap my foot a lot or like I think I like pop it out like in a really sassy sort of way. And I do it a lot, a lot. At some point, He's had to, like, show me that when I have this tick, so does Kamala and how it plays. So he'll play back a scene and be like, look, you see what you do with your foot? Now Kamala does that, too. So I'm like, oh, gosh, well, I didn't even didn't even realize I did that. And he's like, well, uh, realize it. (laughs) So so now, you know, I have to you have to be very kind of conscious what you're doing physically, which, you know, you think you are until you see your character do exactly what you do. Um, You see your character like the eyes move exactly the way yours do. It's very, very cool. So it's not just voice. It's like everything. So how do you prepare for that? Like, how do you prepare for that kind of physicality, particularly with a character like Kamala, who gets big and gets small and randomly, you know, her fist will get big, but the rest of her stays the same size. Like, how do you kind of prepare? And is there anything you learned physically about portraying this particular role? You stretch. Uh, (laughs) Before every mocap shoot, like, you know, everyone works differently, but I like went to the gym before every mocap shoot. I did a little bit of yoga before every mocap shoot. And right at the the start of every mocap shoot, everyone does have to do some stretches. And like the first time around, I didn't because I didn't know, you know, what I was really getting into. But as far as Kamala goes, like I do read the comics and I see what she does. And like, I see that the abilities that um, that Crystal Dynamics have has created. Like, they'll show me what it looks like when I, you know, punch my fist out or when I clap. So I think after seeing those images, my imagination just has to run wild. Like, I'll run around the stage and, like, do whatever I think makes that clap as big as it is or make that makes that fist as big as it is. So I think it, it is very, very much in your imagination. As long as you're having fun, then so is the character. So now I got to ask, I mean, what is it like 
now to see yourself in this video game footage because you know we've talked about this before because when you're in mocap and when you're doing the things and when you're doing the big claps which is like um so beautifully shown in the trailers and the gameplay is one thing but you being in mocap like you really have to kind of depend on the director and kind of depend on this beautiful imagination that we've been talking about but like how does it then feel to one be like, oh, I'm an Avenger, and then two, oh, I am bigged. I am the biggest Avenger right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a trip. I'll tell you. I remember my first time watching a scene. It was a scene, actually, it was the first scene I'd ever done with Troy. Seeing it put together really, really took my breath away. It was, I remember, like, a hundred people gathered around me because this is the first time I'd ever seen something put together. And the moment Kamala came on screen, I just started crying. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that this is what this looks like. And everything together from the sound of her boots clanking on the ground to her, her bracelets, you know, and, and her voice with her body, like, that's... Me, that's me walking from from the door to Troy, and that's Troy tapping his pen, and everything just works so, so well together, and I can't speak enough about how well Crystal Dynamics is working on this, and they work so hard, and they're such cool people, and like I said, they they show me, as, as things kind of come together, they show me the progress, and my first time watching the trailer, I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that that was me. And like, of course, like I took that link and I sent it right over to my mom. And I was like, Mom, Mom, listen, that's me. That's me narrating. And she was like, No, this is what this is. I was like, Yeah. And she's like, Oh, this is pretty cool. <laughs> so are you stoked to play yourself in the game when it comes out? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played her at Comic-Con, at New York Comic-Con, and it was so much fun. She's so cool. She has so many abilities. And, like, the sounds that are in this game for me, like, take me away every time. Just, like, all of her polymorphic abilities and the sounds that come with that. So cool. And I can't wait for other people to play it, too. Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this so much. Oh. So, you know, there is definitely a different development for those who may not know, like, what does your journey look like? Um, What does it look like getting to this moment? What a mishmash, girl. What a mishmash. (laughs) Um, I grew up taking as many theater classes as came my way, as many singing classes as came my way. And for me, the way I started doing voiceover work was... So I took this this one like private voice lesson with this one singing coach um, for I think it was like a year or so. Every week I went in and I sang new projects and you know I was given new new uh, singing challenges by this one teacher. And one day he kind of really solidified the idea that you could do whatever you want with your voice if you manipulate it a certain way safely. And I was like, oh gosh, that's how voice actors do it. Like, I can sound like Stevie Nicks if I wanted to, and I could sound like, you know, uh, 
I would sing an opera if I wanted to. I can sound like different people if I try and if I manipulate my voice in, in certain ways. And so I went home and I tried belting. I tried like singing like a folk singer. I tried, you know, musical theater singing. I tried all these different kind of styles only then to realize that I sounded like different people. And for me, that's when I realized, okay, cool. I want to do voice acting too. That's pretty incredible. Do you feel like there are things that you've learned um, in voice acting that are kind of tips and tricks of the trade that help you be better and kind of do better and accomplish ever more challenging roles? Yeah, I think paying attention to your surroundings is really helpful. Like taking notes of different characters is really helpful. We talked about my comedy background a little bit. I did study um, sketch and improv for a really, really long time before uh, before auditioning for this game. And studying sketch and improv and, and character makes you kind of look at the different types of people around you and like makes me kind of less shy about just creating something from my own brain. Um, I think that's really cool for, for VO. Also, I think what I mentioned before about using your imagination really kind of makes it fun um, so that you're not like just in a booth doing like the lines in front of you on a piece of paper. Like thinking about it that way isn't fun, but visualizing what this character must look like and from what they look like informing what they must sound like and you know being having as much fun as you possibly can and the director's there to kind of like you know like change it a little bit or kind of give you direction so it is such a, a team effort in that way um i'm very very lucky to work with shauna sky i think he's one of the best directors i've ever worked with and and he gives me a lot of freedom in that way um and he lets my person inform my character um, in a lot of ways, because like you said, I, I am a lot like Kamala. And so um, with, with certain scenes, he'll be like, this is just like a Sandra scene. Like this is exactly what Sandra would do because me and him and you know the rest of the cast have gotten to know each other really, really well. And I think that that's great for Sean too. It's great for him to be able to look at a scene and say, yeah, this is a Sandra scene. For you, you know, is there a dream job? Is there a place that you would like to embiggen into as Sandra? Um, my dream for so long has been to be, to be on a single cam comedy, like Parks and Rec or The Office. <laughs> like, I'm such a nerd for comedy. Otherwise, weirdly enough, I think I, this is my dream. Like, playing Kamala Khan is a dream come true. And every time I'm on set, every time I'm in an ADR booth, every time I get to work with Sean and Troy and Nolan, I say to myself, like, I, is it going to get any better? Because this is the best day I've ever had. And then I work with them again, and it's the best day I've ever had. And then I work with them again, and it just keeps getting better and better and better. So I don't know how, like, I don't know what else, girl. It's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks again to Sandra Saad for coming on the show. It is always a pleasure to talk to you, Sandra. I had such a great time hearing about Sandra's story, her love of Marvel, and, and what she brings to the character of Kamala Khan. 
Make sure to check out Marvel's Avengers on PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. And we'll see you next time. Marvel's Voices is produced by me, Angelique Roche, MR Daniel, and Alexis Williams. Our director of audio is Joe Duboff. Our development manager is Brad Barton. This episode was mixed by Cedric Wilson at Lantigua Williams & Co. Our theme music was composed and performed by Kamau Wainaina. <laughs>